You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Boat by plane, how'd you get there? We went over by boat, 10 days, crossed the North Atlantic, ended up in Bremerhaven, Germany, and I served uh, 19 months in Germany, and I was an army medic. Listen, I just poured him a beer. Anthony Belvedere, thank you for your service. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm Tom Shalhoub. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. To hear the podcast version of this program, go to foxnewspodcasts.com. And for all the latest news, go to foxnews.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-251-8381 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. What do you have to lose? Call 800-251-8381. That's 800-251-8381. I'm Charles. Okay, men, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping, cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. you got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. No, you won't, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I make learning a privilege, not a chore, and frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I'm a teacher. I make more. Make more. Teach. Visit teach.org. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Law enforcement responds under a lot of scrutiny in Uvalde, Texas. 
I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. If this timeline was truly an hour, it's unacceptable. Mayor Don McLaughlin has a revised school shooting timeline, raises more questions. The gunman who murdered 19 kids and two teachers got in unobstructed, perhaps through an unlocked door. Investigators also say that it was at this point during the first few minutes that he was inside the school where most of the shots were fired. Now, Texas DPS also cleared up there was not an armed school police officer on campus as they had previously reported. Four minutes after the shooter got inside, police entered but were immediately shot at. So they sort of backed off, called backup, all law enforcement in the area to help and respond. They say it was then an hour later where Border Patrol officers arrived, eventually shooting and killing the suspect. Fox's Jeff Paul in Uvalde. Irma Garcia was one of the teachers killed. Yesterday, her husband Joe died of a heart attack. They had four kids. A GoFundMe set up for them has raised $1.82 million. President Biden and Democrats again demand stricter gun laws. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says he can only do so much with executive action. But the president, again, cannot solve this problem alone. He needs Congress to do its job and to act. It's unclear what gun safety measures can pass Congress, though bipartisan groups of senators are discussing possible legislation dealing with mental health and expanded background check requirements. Fox's Jared Halpern, a house blew up last night in a Philadelphia suburb, killing four people. Two others may be missing, two more injured. The blast took out another house next door. Two homes were flattened, several others were damaged. Uh, the explosion could be heard, it could be seen for miles. The concussion of the blast blew out car windows and homes windows in the area. Chris O'Connell with Fox 29 TV in Pottstown. Russia keeps bombarding the eastern part of Ukraine, claiming they've taken back control of another town. Ukraine's foreign ministers pleading for weapons to be sent in. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20, because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Days after the massacre in Uvalde, Texas, led to renewed Democrat demands for stricter gun laws. The NRA is about to hold a convention in Houston. Canceling the NRA convention would open up the city to legal issues. That from Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner to anti-gun groups who question gun rights. After 19 children and two teachers were gunned down in Uvalde this week. Why did this happen? How did this happen? Texas Lieutenant Governor Republican Dan Patrick. Everything is anti-everyone. Where are we as a nation? We, you know, we have people in this country that want to pull us away from God. Patrick, Governor Greg Abbott, and Senator Ted Cruz haven't said whether or not they're still going to the NRA convention where former President Donald Trump is set to speak today. Though for security, guns won't be allowed at the forum during his address. 
Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Two days after North Korea launched more missiles in a 17th test this year amid a nuclear standoff with the U.S., China and Russia block new sanctions at the U.N. Security Council on North Korea. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield is not happy. These tests are dangerous. They are destabilizing and they are a clear violation of multiple Security Council resolutions and seek to undermine the global nonproliferation regime. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising in what's been a big rebound this week. After an eight-week sell-off, the Dow's gone up five trading days in a row. It's up more than 4% this week. The Golden State Warriors are going back to the NBA Finals. Wiggins! Steph Curry and the Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks 120-110 to in Game 5 to win the West on TNT. It's Golden State's sixth trip to the finals in eight years. On the ice, the Edmonton Oilers beat Calgary in overtime 5-4 to advance to the NHL Western Conference Final. Carolina beat the New York Rangers 3-1 to take a 3-2 series lead. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Ardco Equipment Rentals in New Iberia. Let Ardco handle all of your heavy equipment needs. I'm Charles Payne, and this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks kicking off the first trading day of the month in the red as investors try to gauge how the conflict in Ukraine will impact the global economy. Energy companies were among the gainers as crude oil prices rose over $100 a barrel for the first time in more than seven years. The Dow falling 598 points, the Nasdaq down 219, S&P 500 down 68. And shares of Target surged nearly 10% after the retailer reported profit that hit a record and gave guidance that looks ahead to even more growth. In addition, the company announced that it will raise starting wages to up to 24 bucks for some positions and also expand health benefits. And Apple confirming that it has paused product sales in Russia, calling it just one of the actions it's taking as companies face calls to sanction Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. When it matters, companies need more than just a delivery service. CentOS delivers full service and the reliability that comes with having a dedicated CentOS service rep who understands your business, which means they deliver confidence and peace of mind too. For uniforms, cleaning essentials, mats, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, discover the personal attention you get with CentOS. Oh, I'm ready! Visit CentOS.com. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It is 6.09 in the morning. Daniel Phillips says mostly sunny and 87. A full look at the forecast coming up in just a few minutes. For News Talk 96.5 Cape Hill, I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the local impact on the Uvalde, Texas school shooting. That shooting is as local officials on alert. In Lafayette Parish, the sheriff's office will provide enhanced monitoring of local public schools. The Sheriff's Office Real-Time Crime Center will provide that enhanced monitoring. As part of that endeavor, Lafayette Parish Schools' phone lines will be linked to the Lafayette Parish 911 call center. In St. Landry Parish, Sheriff's deputies are searching for a Kinkton runaway they say may be armed and dangerous. 13-year-old Michael Massey went missing on Monday, also missing from Massey's home, seven weapons, including two rifles. Deputies say they don't know for certain if Massey took those guns. If you know where he is, call 911. The Uvalde school shooting will no doubt be part of the discussion during this year's congressional elections. Already one of the candidates for U.S. Senate is jumping into the discussion. Luke Mixon, Air Force veteran, says it's time for Congress to enact universal background checks on firearm sales. He's running against John Kennedy in November. 
Louisiana ranks dead last in yet another survey. This survey says Louisiana has the worst rate of mass shootings per capita in the United States. That full story coming up a little bit later on this morning. In other news, it's Memorial Day weekend. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries expects a large number of boaters to hit the water during the holiday. LDWF Lieutenant Tim Fox says agents will be patrolling for drunk boaters. He also urges boaters to wear life vests, even those who are proficient swimmers. Meanwhile, local and state law enforcement agents will be patrolling on land in full force this weekend. They'll be looking for drunk drivers and unrestrained drivers. They remind you, buckle up and have a designated driver. In Lafayette, spatial disorientation and weather conditions led to the deadly 2019 plane crash on Fufule Road. That's according to a new NTSB report. The plane crashed in a field next to the post office near the intersection of Fufule and Vero School Road. That crash killed five passengers, including sports journalist Carly McCord. One passenger survived. In Bro Bridge, one person is dead. Two people are in a hospital after a two-vehicle crash. It happened Thursday afternoon on the Mills Highway. Police have not released specific details about the crash. A woman is suing Lafayette Consolidated Government, UL Lafayette, and two other state universities over a rape case. The woman accuses LSU and the Lafayette Police Department of not informing UL administrators about allegations of sexual misconduct against a student she says raped her. According to that lawsuit, state law, state law required LSU and the LPD to share that information with UL. In sports, the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns baseball team takes on South Alabama in the Sunbelt Tournament. First pitch scheduled for 4 o'clock this afternoon. Jay Walker and Brad Topham will have the call right here on Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. The New Orleans Saints organized team activities are now underway. The first under new head coach Dennis Allen. Allen says this week's OTAs have helped the team build their chemistry and set the foundation for a successful season. In the NBA, the Golden State Warriors are back in the NBA Finals. They beat the Dallas Mavericks last night, 120-110, to to clinch the Western Conference Championship in five games. Steph Curry was named the Western Finals MVP. The Boston Celtics, meanwhile, play the Miami Heat tonight in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston can clinch with a win. Mega Millions jackpot tonight worth $157 million. Powerball at $150 million tomorrow. Lotto, one and three quarters million tomorrow in the Easy Five at one hundred forty. million thousand dollars big show on tap today lafayette parish councilman ab rubin will join us for the first couple of hours of the show today we'll discuss his initiative to end gun violence in the city of lafayette specifically teen gun violence in the city and the parish of lafayette in the eight o'clock hour joe cunningham will join us we'll take a look at the state legislative session and uh, some of the items dealing with educators all of that coming up this morning on Acadiana's Morning News at 6.13. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. A beautiful weekend on tap for those of you who plan to be outdoors. Mostly sunny today with a high of 88. Clear tonight. Nice and chilly. A low of 62 overnight tonight. And then tomorrow, rinse and repeat today's forecast. Sunny and a high of 89. And same thing Sunday and same thing Monday for Memorial Day. For those of you who will be out and about, whether you're grilling or on the water, mostly sunny Monday with a high of 90. It is 613 in the morning. Now 614 in the morning. And according to the thermometer right here, it is 68 degrees on the back porch of the KPL studio. News Talk 96.5, KPL, right now, traffic. Taking a look at the big board this morning. Well done, Acadiana. No crashes on the big board. Keep it up. 
Keep it up. You see something we've missed, call us. 337-232-1542. Fill up your coolers this weekend with seltzers and canned cocktails. Great prices. Find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly and you must be 21. I'm Brandon Como, and you're locked into KPL. Get my take on the day's biggest stories alongside Shannon Wilkerson. Offsides, weekdays at 4 on News Talk 96.5 KPL. KPL Studio, this is Acadiana's Morning News with Bernadette Lee and Ian Olsen. And good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, I don't know how we ended this show this morning. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Steph Curry and all the shifts. See, there we go. Western Conference Finals MVP. He won the Magic Johnson Trophy last night. What in his close as the score indicates? 120 to 110, the final score. The Golden State Warriors are in the NBA Finals. As we mentioned, the Boston Celtics can clinch tonight with a win over the Miami Heat. Uh, we'll get into sports a little bit later on this morning. But uh, we'll start with one of the more sober topics, of course, with the Uvalde school shooting on everybody's minds. Um, Gun violence is at the fore of the national political discussion yet again. Though with that in mind, we have our own issues here in the city and the parish of Lafayette, specifically with youth violence. Last weekend, 14-year-old arrested on a second-degree murder charge after shooting and killing a 16-year-old. That's just one of several cases that have popped up over the last few weeks, few months. A Lafayette Parish councilman is now taking steps to reduce teen violence, especially as we get into the summer months in which students will be looking for something to do. Joining us on the air this morning, District 5 Councilman A.B. Rubin. A.B., good morning. Good morning, Ian. How are you doing this morning? I am well, and I wish we'd be talking under different circumstances because this is a subject that quite frankly, is one that I wish we didn't have to discuss here in the city and parish of Lafayette. This is one that touches both of us because we're both products of the north side of Lafayette. We are products of that end of the parish. And this is something that has grown to a level that we never thought it would. With that said, I think we need to temper that by saying that it's Lafayette for our population, for the size of our city. It's this isn't anything that can't be beaten. This is not, quote unquote, an, an epidemic. It's something that can be stopped and you're doing something to do it. For those who missed the news earlier this week, what is your program and when is it going to launch? Okay, first of all, thank you for having me here this morning and to discuss this initiative because it's very important to me 
The initiative that we're that we're trying to get across is we're gonna. It's called Safe Haven on uh, Saturday nights, and what happens is we're gonna take middle schoolers and high schoolers, and we're gonna give them a place to be able to go and interact with other children of their ages at Gerard Park from six o'clock to ten thirty. Now, while there, the way it's going to work. Is at six o'clock. It's going to be like a meet and greet for everyone, the children, and it's free, of course. And the children just come in at six o'clock, mingling with each other, and you know, making new friends, hopefully. And then at seven o'clock, we're going to have breakout sessions. We're going to call it our educational breakout session. And with that, we're going to, uh, being that we have children in in uh, summer school right now. We're going to have tutors to help them with their summer school pro, uh, homework. We're going to allow them to bring their AP books to read. We're going to have substance abuse counselors. We're going to have life coaches. Uh, we're also going to have a young lady that will be teaching them about how to create credit and be able to... Uh, build up their credit scores as youngsters right now and let them know how important it is to establish credit at an early age. Because these are some of the things I think we even need to put in the school in the school systems on a regular basis. You get out of school and you don't even know nothing about credit. You go try to buy a car, they tell them, well, you don't have any credit yet. You know, simple things like that. And then at 7.30, we're going to, every weekend, we're going to have a different speaker. We're um, going to be graced with the first speaker will be Judge Royal Colbert. He'll come there and he'll speak to the children. And we're not trying to to um, give them a sermon or anything, but any children that want to continue speaking to these guys, the speakers, they can do so. But at 8 o'clock, the mass will stop, uh, will disperse from listening to the speaker. And we'll start feeding the the children. Uh, thank God, the first weekend we have Dino's Pizza. Hey, who will be supplying the uh, pizzas for the first Saturday? Thank you for that. And then at eight o'clock, as I said, after everyone's eating, the kids are going to break out and go into different games. They're going to different board games, and they're the one who told me about it. I said, "What about checkers?" They said, "Oh no, Miss Davy, we don't play that anymore." We're into chess now. So, you know, the children will be playing different board games and things of such. And um, we're hoping that creates a bond amongst the children because, you know, if you you see someone in the streets and you're having some type of a disagreement with him, maybe somebody might say, hey, you remember? that That's A.B., man. He was at, at the safe haven spot, you know. He's all right. And we have saved someone's life, you know. So... We're, we're hoping that we bring these numbers down by creating this uh, this atmosphere for our children. You mentioned creating the atmosphere, and I think that's one of the big issues because these kids sometimes grow up in atmospheres where they learn that gun violence may be the only solution to a dispute. They learn because of the atmospheres in which they grow that settling your differences verbally or to peer-to-peer communication is for them growing up it's not an option so 
that explains why it's important to teach it now. But based on what you've seen in the community with people from your part of Lafayette Parish, uh, where I'm trying to think of how to pose this question. Where's the breakdown right now? Is it in the school? Is it in the home? Why, why are we seeing so much gun violence right now across the city and the parish? That's a very good question. I'm going to tell you what. My, and this is my belief, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the best T-shirts I've ever seen was a few years ago when they had the Oklahoma school shooting. Right. They had a T-shirt that came out and said, Oh, Lord, why have you let this happen to my babies? And on the back of the T-shirt, it said, You forgot? You kicked me out of school. Okay? So with that being said, I think first thing, first of all, we need to put prayer back into a lot of things because there's no one answer for all the things that's going on. That's why I say prayer is the best solution that I can offer. Now, if you want to start dealing with the worldly situations, we can talk about poverty. We can talk about education. We can talk about uh, housing. We can talk about uh, many different things that's going on on the north side of town. You know, and the sad part about it is, it's easier for a child to get a, a weapon than it is for them to get a license, for them to get a, a meal in school, you know? And these children are walking around younger and younger. And I asked them one time, you know, I, you know, I'm in the streets and I talk to the children all the time. And one of the young men told me, he said, well, Mr. A.B., they tell you on Facebook, on site, on site, when I say on site is on. So what that's telling them is whenever I see you, I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. So what happens is these young men, they go out there and they get a weapon to protect themselves because they're afraid, you know, and as soon as they see the other person, they don't, it's not like back in the days, knock this chip off my shoulder or across this line. No, it's on sight, and they're pulling the trigger. You know, and it's a shame that we have come to that. And, you know, no one in the area wants to address it until it comes knocking on their door. Once it knocks on their door, now they're like, oh, 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 look what happened, look what happened. But it's been going on. But now that it's, it's touching a lot of people home, now they want to address it, you know, and I'm glad we're addressing it, but I think we should have been addressing it. We should have been taking, getting in the, in the forefront of it. You know, parents, some parents, it's hard for a single mom working two jobs to watch her son, knowing what her son is doing 24-7, you know, so... There's a lot of contributing factors to what's going on right now. But I say, first of all, we need to put prayer back into everything. I think that's the number one solution, and that's just my my opinion. 
you mentioned nobody wants to do anything until it touches on their door. And for the north side of Lafayette, this is something that's touched on their door for a long time, and people have tried to find solutions. People have said, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? And right now with this, you need people to help you with this endeavor. You need volunteers for this program going on at Gerard Park starting next weekend. You mentioned yesterday or a day before yesterday when you were on that there was a volunteer meeting at the banquet hall, corner of Butcher Switch and Moss Street across from the do- the dollar stores. When is that meeting again and how many more volunteers are you looking for? Well, we're not going to have another meeting. And, okay, so that uh, meeting happened already. Yes, that meeting has happened. It happened on Wednesday night. Okay. It was very successful. We had a lot of groups came in. Uh, people came in individually to represent groups. And I can tell you for like the first month, we have our volunteers set up for the first month. Uh, we're going to continue needing volunteers for the next month. Um, that'll be four more weeks. So, you know. I think that the volunteers that come the first couple of weeks, once they see the initiative and they see the smile on these children's face, most of them will come back because doing good in the community, it's a, it becomes addictive. You know, you, you want, you want to help. You want to see smile on children's faces. So I think they will come back, but we don't want to burn them out. So if you're still interested in in volunteering, please get in touch with me, and we can um, see where we can use you because everyone has something to offer. There was this one young lady, man, very fragile, came in, elderly lady, and she said, well, you know, Mr. A.B., I I don't deal with children, and I'm a little afraid of children, and I'm so old they'll just run over me. She said, but I can't unfold a chair, you know, and I, and I just thought that was so cute, man, you know, but people like that, that just want to give and everyone has something to give. Never say, well, I don't have anything to offer. Everyone has something to offer and you just have to get out there and get into it and we'll find somewhere to use you. And that's the big thing. It's just a matter of coming out. And giving that help. Again, this is uh, the youth program starting at Girard Park next Saturday. Continues every Saturday night through the month of June into July. What are the exact dates? It, it starts on that first Saturday. That's June the 4th, if I remember correctly. Yes. And, and continues through when? Uh, the last Saturday of July. Okay, so it's all through July. So all of June, all of July, every Saturday in those months. Yes. Uh, no registration needed. It's free of charge. And if you're looking for your teens to be in a safe environment on a weekend, a place where they can meet other people, but also at the same time, do so in a safe environment, an environment where they will learn and an environment where they may pick up a new skill. This yes. is the place to do it. Yes. And, you know, and I, and I um, one of the volunteers that, that I would like to try to get out there, if we can get people that has, as you say, when you mentioned skills, so if you can come out there and you can teach children certain things, educate them on how to become better productive citizens in our community, we welcome you. You know, we have the life coach from UL. She came in there, and I thought that was a great idea. You know, the, the credit lady, you know, she's going to come in there and teach them all about credit. You know, if someone can come in there and, and teach them, I don't know, what else, something about HVAC or 
or or whatever because everyone is not geared to go to college. Right. You know, so and that's a misconception because I tell you now, where I work, I have many college graduates. And they're just, they're getting down for Big Brown right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And their college degree. And I hear don't, the pay there is good too. It's very decent, you know, as you can see around my girth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. that's what Brown can do for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, so at the end of the day, man, college is not for everyone. So if anyone wants to come in there and talk to our children about trades, um, or different skills, we welcome you to come and talk to our children. Teach them how to become better productive citizens in our community. Come in out there and enjoy the children and teach them something. Amen. And education is key to this. And that's something we'll pick up on a little bit later on this morning. The role of education in the black community, the north side, and in Lafayette Parish as a whole. Because that's something where... These kids can get educated. It makes a whole difference. You said earlier it's easier to get a gun than it is to get an education. I think that's a, a valid point and something that we'll pick up on a little bit later on. It's 637 in the morning. We're going to pause for a break, and we'll have our moment of levity uh, coming up. Rob. You sure you want to do this? Say again? <laughs> you sure you want to do this? Uh, we may as well. Uh, we, right. We've started off on a serious note. We may right, as well yeah. lighten it up for those who are waking up and getting to work before we <laughs> before we depress them too much before they get to work. So Winky Dinky Dog is in here. Strange but true coming up on the flip side of the break at 637 on Acadiana's Morning News. Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Implicit bias. We like it because, well, we like it. We take pride in Catholic conservative guy stuff. So this Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, grab a weekly whiskey and see if your implicit bias aligns with ours. Implicit bias. Saturdays, 10 a.m. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. I don't know what's going on with that computer. I'm trying to play his intro music, but the computer is not cooperating. There it goes. Back a few months ago, I was headlining. Yeah, and he was headlining once upon a time on a radio station. And he put me up a couple of days earlier. Then a pandemic hit. I don't know. You want to do karaoke? Now, here I am. Headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country. Now, are we a nightclub or are we just a radio station? You're a headliner, though. I'm a headliner. I'm going to get my Mac Davis uh, voice out here right now. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why we're letting you get warmed up. He is Mr. Winky Dinky Dog. It is hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. Yes, I can't wait to look in the mirror because I get better looking each day. I have to remember next week to edit this down. You got to edit. You did the intro, yeah. Yeah, I, if I'd have known that, and this computer is being a, a pain in the butt this morning, so it's hard to get it to the exact point. So, Mr. Winky Dinky Dog, Rob Rydell. Yes, I was going to do something different this morning. I didn't plan on doing this, but all your talk yesterday about cereal and the Apple Jacks and the whatever else, oh, the fruit, the Fruity Pebbles, I got the idea. Which, by the way, I have to ask you, A.B., your favorite cereal? Hmm. Right now, I'm doing Cheerios because, you know, I got to watch the A1. Yeah, that's right. And you lowered your cholesterol today. There I, you go. I was once downtown with my old man, 
and there's a guy on a park bench, and this is back when Cheerios was doing the slogan, I lowered my cholesterol today. This guy, I lowered my cholesterol today. My old man turns to him and says, well, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night, and but it was off and running. There you go. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, but boom, boom. I'm a Fruit Loops fan. You're a Fruit Loops guy? Yeah. You got a favorite flavor? Uh, of what? Fruit Loops? Yeah. Always the, the red. The cherry? Is that really? what it is? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You're wrong. Fruit Loops all say, have the same flavor. Wait, what? Every yeah. single one of them is the exact same flavor. Oh, sure, they're different colors, but it means that they're just different flavors. Nope. Kellogg's admitted that each one is fruit flavored with a blend of different fruit flavors. Hold on. So it's just it's just a mind game. It's you a look mind at the game. colors, you think they're a different flavor, but they're really all the same? No, it's Every single one is the same flavor. But we were talking about this last night at my run. I go to a group run every Thursday night. And, and they got a buddy of mine who actually says, even though I know they're all the same flavors, I still avoid the yellow because I don't like lemon. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a psychological game. Yep. I thought you would know that, so I stumped you. All no, right. I did not know that. Hold on a second. Yay me. All right. <laughs> all right, point for you. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, for you zombie fans out there, U.S. has an official plan for a zombie a- a- apocalypse. Wait, what? Yes. The Walking Dead may be fiction, but it got the attention of the U.S. government. There is a 31-page counter-zombie dominance plan, which was drafted in 2011. And just in case you think it's weird bureaucratic humor, the first line reads, and I quote, this plan was not actually designed as a joke. (laughs) I made Ian speechless. Your tax dollars at work. You know, hey, my daughter would love that one because she's a, a zombie She's preparing for it right now. Abriana <laughs> okay. Rubin yeah. is preparing for the pop- apocalypse. apocalypse. That's hard. Apocalypse. You can say it normal, but when you got yeah, a mic yeah. in front of you, you can't say it, huh? <laughs> well, there you go. That means he's a radio professional because it happens to all of us. Yeah. There you go. All right. Most Canadians, where do you think they did? Uh, well, I can't really intro this. It's really hard to say, so I'll just go right into it. Yeah. Most Canadians live south of Seattle. Right, because of how the earth is curved. Right. Plus, it's just really, really cold up there, too. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they want to stick true. near the coast. So most Canadians live very close to the border because, you know, it's cold. And as a result, Seattle is farther north than Toronto or Montreal. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. One. All right. Well, that was actually a Jeopardy clue, uh, which was farther north. And I think they gave those three same three cities. All right. Who's going to get the ding on the bell for this one? Okay. What has the most painful sting on the planet? Is that uh, that ant, that... Uh, you would think the bullet, the bullet ant, ant from ant. Australia or some kind of crazy wasp from Australia, but you would be wrong They've, and ring me my bell. All right, you get it. So they found something else. Platypus. Oh. Wait, what? What? Platypus has the most stingful, uh, the, the most, most sting, painful, uh, sting? painful sting on the planet. Uh, they may look adorable and cuddly, but they have a poisonous gland and uh, barbs on the back hind legs, which can release venom through hollow spurs. While not deadly, it is said to be incredibly painful. I knew they had spurs. I didn't know they were poisonous. Though. Yes. Okay. Wow. Uh, it is totally legal to escape from prison in Mexico. That explains a lot. Yes, uh, you heard uh, that right. Uh, it's not a crime to escape from jail in Mexico, Germany, and Austria. They consider it normal for a person wanting to escape from jail. So it's not a crime, but they will come look for you, catch you, and bring you back. So in and of itself, the escape is not a crime. So it's like a game. Yeah. It's like the plot of Born in East L.A. You try to get back across, but you get caught. <laughs> And this is probably one that most people do know or doesn't quite know or know a a portion of it. Strawberries are not berries. Right. Watermelons are. Right, because the seeds are born inside. A strawberry seeds are born on the outside, so technically it's not a berry. Raspberries, strawberries, and blackberries are not true berries. But watermelons, bananas, and grapes, grapes, and eggplant. 
Huh. Eggplants are technically berries. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that one. Yeah. I knew the watermelon. I knew the grape. Banana's a bit of a surprise, but that doesn't surprise me. Yep. You say that food for thought. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, he gets a bill. I get a bill this morning. <laughs> and that's it. There you go. And that's how we play Strange But True. Yeah. With Mr. Winky Dinky. It's been a long time since we've been on the air together. It has, uh, considering the fact that we shared a studio for many a weekend. Yep. uh, And it it feels good to be back in the same room with you. So if you like what you hear, folks, call up Town Square Media right here at 1749 (laughs) Bertrand Drive. We got to get Winky Dinky Dog back on the air. (laughs) And I say hashtag COVID sucks. Well, yeah, there you go. A victim of the great COVID purge of 2020. (laughs) Winky Dinky Dog, as always, a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much. We'll do it again next Friday. You got it. And uh, good meeting you. And have a great one. And all the best to your program, man. Thank you very much. It is 647 in the morning. We'll come back. We'll wrap up hour number one. Get hour number two set on the flip side of the break. This is the Katie Anders Morning News on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. Stand by. Let's take a peek inside the sad and crazy world of Mark Zuckerberg's Horizon Worlds Metaverse. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. A 21-year-old woman claims that while doing research inside Mark Zuckerberg's Metaverse, she was sexually assaulted by two male avatars who approached her avatar and then made lewd sexual comments. Now, of course, it's impossible to physically attack anyone in the metaverse because it's not real to begin with. It's just a computer simulation that you see through an ordinary virtual reality headset. Now, to get out of the metaverse, it's simple. You just take the headset off. The woman is now conflicted and traumatized. Meanwhile, the United Nations recommends that if you kill someone's avatar in the metaverse, you should be charged with murder here in the real world. You just can't make this stuff up, folks. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website, commando.com. In life, you can count on three things. Death, taxes, and your car breaking down. I can't do anything about the first two, but I trust CarShield to protect me against unexpected auto repairs. CarShield's protection plans are only around 100 bucks a month and cover more parts than ever before, whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles. When you need a repair, there's no paperwork or headaches. Just choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield administrators handle the rest. Plus, you can count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. Get coverage today. Lock in your price, and it will never go up at carshield.com kim or call 800 800- 391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. That's carshield.com slash Kim or 800-391-8888 to save 10%. Just because you want me to say it, tropospheric interference. You, <laughs> you happy? I'll whistle. No, I'm not doing that. Because that happened to me one time when I was back on air. I was, uh, one of the country songs had a whistling, and I was whistling, and I was filling in with uh, Bruce. Mm-hmm. And he made he said, all right, wink, whistle. And I was like. <laughs> 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 yes, here we go. All right. You're a better man than me, so I'm out of here. Well, here's the problem with that. <laughs> whistling has its problems. This is, I guess the statute of limitations of, of, on this is up, so I can tell the story now. Back in high school, I did Quiz Bowl. And one of the annual tournaments was always at UL. Uh, They had Cajun Quiz Bowl back in the day, which petered out after my freshman year. But 
the UL Quiz Bowl team would host a tournament first Saturday of November, and we'd always participate. I think it was my senior year. We had just come back from lunch. Half of us went to Papa John's. Others went to Taco Bell. We all agreed to meet up in front of Taco Bell at a certain time to go back, walk, and play our uh, quarterfinal match. So I'm at the light. And, of course, you know, on UL's campus, you have the sound effects for the visually impaired so they can cross the street. Some of them have the... The others have the... All right. You do pretty good about that. That's the problem. Because I'm standing at the light not paying attention. I know where this is going. And I started doing... (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Not paying attention, there's a blind guy in front of me started crossing into traffic on Johnson Street. Thankfully, thankfully my dad and Scott Limoges, our quiz bowl coach, now Evangeline Parish school board member, stopped the man before he got off the curb. (laughs) I tell you what. I think he revved back with his cane and nearly hit me, but I don't know. Hey, Ian, I tell you what I'll do. When I get to heaven, I'll keep my foot in the door. Let me try to close the gates on you. I love it. That was that was the moment that I realized. Uh oh, uh oh, hold on, Fox. I, I this. Why did that start running? That was not supposed to happen. I, I so I don't know why. Uh, that was that karma this, for that. Yeah, that was karma for that. That's yeah, exactly right? what that was. Uh, A lot but, of these radio stations work off of tones, and so he set off the tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not going to hear the New Orleans Saints radio network come through here. But, uh, but kids, that's the thing. If if you have slightly perfect pitch and you you imitate the sounds of of the of the things on the traffic lights, don't do it. Yeah. Because you may wind up hurting someone, and in my case, thankfully, no one got hurt. Strange and true. <laughs> I, I got pimp smacked for it. But that was <laughs> that was about it. So every so every time I pass by that intersection, I, I think about that now, and I and I owe an apology to uh, to that gentleman wherever you are, sir. I don't know where you are because it's twenty years removed, but I apologize <laughs> for the uh, for that moment. So yes, that is why I don't whistle in public anymore. Yeah. Uh, unless of course the Andy Griffith show is on, and right. then we'll go from there. But uh, it's uh, how in the world did we get on this? It's uh, six fifty. Tropospheric interference. Tropospheric interference. <laughs> yes, that is <laughs> how we got there. It is six fifty-five in the morning. Uh, Ab Rubin is joining us. Of course, we've been talking about his summer program to help curb youth violence in the city of Lafayette. We'll get back on that in the seven o'clock hour, and also coming up in the seven o'clock hour, we'll talk about uh, talk to Ab about some of the other issues going on. With Lafayette Parish, um, of course, he is on the council. Are you still the chairman of the council? Yes, I am. Congratulations, or I'm sorry. <laughs> Depends on which Tuesday night we're talking about. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. His role as a chairman of the Lafayette Parish Council, some of the items that will be coming up, some of the big issues facing the parish right now. And we'll take care of that during the 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock hour. This is Acadiana's Morning News on News Talk 96.5 KPL. We'll pause for Fox Business. And when we come back, we will have more of Acadiana's Morning News. He is A.B. Rubin. I'm Ian Ozan. We are happy that you are with us. Of course, you can send us a message through the app chat, the KPL mobile app. If you've not downloaded it, download it now. And you can get in touch with us and tell us what you're thinking. If you have questions for uh, for A.B., You can send them through there. You can also call us, 337-232-1542. Again, that's 337-232-1542. It won't be hotter than July today, but Dave Baker says it'll be nice and warm, mostly sunny. High of 88 today. You can copy and paste that forecast for tomorrow, Sunday, and Monday. A beautiful Memorial Day weekend on tap. 
Hope you enjoy. Hope you are safe. Remember, don't drink and drive and make sure you buckle up. If you're on the water, don't drink and boat and wear a life vest. Acadiana's Morning News, hour number one is done. We're back in about seven minutes with local headlines and A.B. Rubin after that. On Acadiana's Morning News on News Talk 96.5 KPL. to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. Gasoline prices are at record highs as Americans get ready to travel over the Memorial Day weekend. However, Barron's is reporting that prices may be so high that demand is starting to decline, which results in lower prices. Investment bank Tudor Pickering Holton Company found gasoline demand down more than 2.5% on a four-week average. Analyst Matthew Blair says demand is down more than 6% from 2019. Old Navy's attempt to include more sizes didn't work. The discount fashion chain launched inclusive sizes in August, but the Wall Street Journal has reported it wound up with a shortage of middle sizes. Now the company will only sell its full range of sizes on its website. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. So many questions. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. We lost an angel. He should have never even got there. Their grandson among the 19 kids murdered in a classroom in Uvalde, Texas, along with two teachers. They didn't follow procedure. Uh, They didn't follow what the school guidelines are. Uh, What happened to the security? Law enforcement response under much scrutiny. The Texas Rangers Regional Chief Victor Escalon had to take to the podium to say the door the gunman entered was indeed not secured. It appears it was unlocked. Like I said, it goes back to the investigation. It takes time. Uh, We will find out 
as much as we can why it was unlocked. There are also other revelations about how police didn't enter the building and how there was no campus officer at the time, whereas first accounts talked of a school policeman getting into a firefight. Fox's Evan Brown in Uvalde. A Border Patrol agent finally killed the gunman over an hour after he got in. One of the teachers murdered was Irma Garcia, leaving behind four kids. Yesterday, her husband Joe died of a heart attack. A GoFundMe set up for their children has raised $1.85 million. While Democrats renewed demands for stricter gun laws, a group of senators from both parties trying to work out a compromise as the gun owners' rights group NRA has a convention starting today in Houston. Now, some have canceled plans to go, many have not. Former President Trump is expected to be there along with Republican Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Governor Abbott will be appearing virtually. Fox's Ashley Strohmeyer. Four people are dead, two injured, two more maybe missing in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, where a house blew up last night, damaging many others nearby. People said it felt like an earthquake. It's Memorial Day weekend, unofficial start to summer, and despite gas prices near record highs. People just want to get out and go. AAA's Andrew Gross says they expect more than 39 million Americans will travel this weekend, most by car. Those who fly are paying 34% more this year for tickets. America's listening to Fox News. If you have certain chronic conditions, such as heart disease, asthma, diabetes, and you're 19 years of age or older, 52, 36, 42, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I'm going to ask my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Former President Trump may be going to Houston today for that NRA convention, but he could have to go back to New York someday to testify in the state's case against his company. Losing an appeal in court trying to block that questioning. The former president tried to avoid complying with a subpoena filed by New York State Attorney General Letitia James seeking depositions from him and his eldest children, Donald Jr. and Ivanka. Trump's lawyers argued the subpoenas violated their constitutional rights. An appellate panel said civil discovery of facts is allowable, during which parties can refuse to answer questions. The former president, in light of the ruling, could face a dilemma. Any facts he gives in a civil deposition could be used against him in a criminal case being pursued by the Manhattan D.A. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Closing arguments are today at the Johnny Depp libel lawsuit against ex-wife Amber Heard. She is counter-suing him. It's all over domestic abuse and what she wrote in the Washington Post in 2018. On Wall Street, stock futures are mixed, not moving much after a big week of gains, rebounding from two months of selling. The Dow's gone up five trading days in a row in the NBA playoffs. This crowd is back. They're on their feet and their warriors are going to the NBA finals again. 
call courtesy of TNT. The Golden State Warriors wrap up the series in front of the home crowd at Chase Center, defeating the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 110 to win the Western Conference Finals four games to one. Clay Thompson leading the way with 32 points Thursday as the Warriors are back in the NBA Finals for the sixth time in eight years. Steph Curry was named Western Finals MVP, earning the newly named and redesigned Magic Johnson Trophy. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. In hockey, the Edmonton Oilers took out Calgary in overtime 5-4 to advance to the NHL Western Conference Final. The Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Rangers 3-1 to take a 3-2 lead in that series. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. It's it's 7.05 in the morning. A beautiful day on tap in Acadiana. Mostly sunny in 87, according to our friend Dave Baker. It's 70 degrees outside right now. For News Talk 96.5 KPAL, I'm Ian Ozan. We start with the local impact on the Uvalde, Texas school shooting. That shooting has local officials on alert. In Lafayette Parish, the Sheriff's Office will provide enhanced monitoring of local public schools. The Sheriff's Office Real-Time Crime Center will provide that enhanced monitoring. As part of the endeavor, Lafayette Parish Schools' phone lines will be linked to the Lafayette Parish 911 call center. In St. Landry Parish, Sheriff's deputies are searching for a Kankton runaway, they say, maybe armed and dangerous. 13-year-old Michael Massey went missing on Monday. Also missing from Massey's home, seven weapons, including two rifles. Deputies say they don't know for certain if Massey took those weapons. If you know where Massey is, call 911. The Evalde shooting will no doubt be part of the discussion during this year's congressional elections. And already, Senate candidate Luke Mixon is jumping into the discussion. The Air Force veteran says it's time for Congress to enact universal background checks on firearms sales. Brooke Thorrington has that story. While Senator John Kennedy has only expressed sympathy for those impacted by the Texas school shooting, his opponent, Democrat Luke Mixon, is calling for action. Senator Kennedy in particular to pass legislation so that every gun sale in this country is initiated with a background check. Senator Bill Cassidy says expanded background checks or red flag laws would not have prevented the tragedy. But Mixon says a large majority support universal background checks and what we are doing now isn't working. It's ridiculous to me that 90% of Americans believe in something, and 50% of our United States senators lack the courage to do the right thing. I'm Brooke Thorrington. As a programming note, Senator John Kennedy will be on Acadiana's Morning News Tuesday morning, or let me rephrase that, he is scheduled to be on Acadiana's Morning News Tuesday morning right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Louisiana ranks dead last in yet another survey. That survey says Louisiana has the worst rate of mass shootings per capita in the United States. Kevin Gallagher has that story. Just this year alone, the state has had 16 mass shootings with nine people killed and 79 hurt. It's really of no surprise based on what we're experiencing in the city of New Orleans right now. Rafael Goyaneci with the Metropolitan Crime Commission in New Orleans says the gunviolencearchive.org data is credible, counting the number of shootings of four or more persons per incident, and that doesn't even count events with fewer victims. He says youths with guns see an adversary and just open fire. They have total disregard for any innocent bystanders. He says more more cops would help, but the city has lost 65 recently and only added eight. I'm Kevin Gallagher. In other news, it's Memorial Day weekend. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries expects a large number of boaters to hit the water during the holiday. LDWF Lieutenant Tim Fox says agents will be patrolling for drunk boaters. Fox also urges boaters to wear life vests, even those who are proficient swimmers. We never want to mix alcohol with water. It, it creates a bad environment where bad decisions can be made and the outcome's never usually good. So making sure you have a sober operator, priority number one. Just in case something happens, even if you're the best swimmer in the world, if something were to happen to you on the way out of the boat, it still can hold you up until you can self-rescue or someone else can get to you. In sports, Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns play South Alabama in the Sun Belt Tournament. First pitch scheduled for 4 o'clock this afternoon. Jay Walker and Brad Topham have the call. 
right here on Newstalk 96.5 KPEL. The New Orleans Saints organized team activities are now underway. They're the first under new head coach, Dennis Allen. Allen says this week's OTAs have helped the team build their chemistry and set the foundation for a successful season. I'm well aware of who is and isn't here. Uh, we've had that communication. Um, you know, certainly it's a it's a voluntary program. Um, and look, would I like everybody to be here? Yeah, I'd like everybody to be here. Um, but but everybody has their reason why, and I'm comfortable with where we're at. The Golden State Warriors clinch a spot in the NBA Finals. They beat the Dallas Mavericks 120 to 110 last night to win. The Western Conference Championship Series in five games. Steph Curry, the Finals MVP, the Western Finals MVP. The Boston Celtics play the Miami Heat tonight in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. If Boston wins, they clinch a spot in the Finals. It's 7.09, A.B. Rubin in studio. We'll continue our discussion with him on how to curb gun violence in Lafayette. On the flip side of the break, it's 7.09. You're up to date. Ian Ozan, News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Afternoon highs around 88 degrees. Our winds out of the northwest. Tonight clear, comfortably cool. Lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow sunny with a high near 89. Sunday more sunshine with a high near 89. Nighttime temperatures in the upper 60s. Into Memorial Day mostly sunny skies with an afternoon high temperature near 90 degrees. It'll get a little more humid into Memorial Day. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5. K-Pel. Thank you, Dave. 69 degrees on the back porch. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Right now, traffic. Good news. Still no crashes on the big board. Not sure if people have the day off today because of Memorial Day weekend or if it's a lack of school traffic. But whatever it is, keep it up, Acadiana. If you see something we've missed, call us 337-232-1542. Your news update is brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. They have over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock. Take a look at homefern.com. Our Salute to America is brought to you by Jim Olivier's Home Improvement and Roofing Louisiana. And now, our National Anthem.
We're back on Acadiana's Morning News, 7.15 in the morning. Joe Cunningham joins us in the studio. He'll be uh, on with us in a second, but we just learned something about Lafayette Parish Council Chairman A.D. Rubin. You coach cheerleading? Not at all, man. I was a cheerleading dad. No, I, I get being a cheerleading dad, but how in the world do you get suckered into being a cheerleading coach? Hey, man. I just love the kids, and I have three daughters. Well, there you go. So I, I had to help out, you know? <laughs> was it like what you see in like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie or a Sylvester Stallone movie where it's macho man out of place, but yet learns to soften up and become uh, and become the Mr. Cheerleader girl, dad or whatever. Hey, I'm a cream puff up my heart. My <laughs> I can't help it, man. But you know, Ian, you, you, you're up here talking, man. I got to jump on your time this morning. Okay. Man. You're up here. You're talking about the weather and you're talking about, the uh the holidays and boating and cars. What about us bike riders that's trying to get some breeze between the knees? That's right. Come on, man. You got to give us a break, man. It's a beautiful weekend. We, we'll be riding the bikes this weekend. You need to let them know. Look twice. Yes. And look that's, twice for us bikers, man, because we're out here. We're going to be riding this weekend. And that's something that's huge. And I'm glad you brought that up because usually this time of year we focus on the boaters. But you're right, motorcyclists and bicyclists as well will be on the road taking advantage of this beautiful weather. So if you're on the road... Make sure you're watching out. You're paying attention. Make sure that you're giving enough space to motorcyclists and that you're respecting right. the motorcyclists who are on the road. And, uh, of course, Joe teaches at the David Thibodeau STEM Academy. And David Thibodeau, the namesake, we uh, uh, died tragically in a motorcycle accident some, Lord, it's been, what, 10, 15 years now? It's been a while, but it just seems like yesterday that it happened. And again, it's that is a cautionary tale of why it's so important to give motorcyclists space. Actually, you know, um, one of the holidays, I got hit head on by a drunk driver. Really? Yes. Took me out, man, head on. I, I was, they tell me I look like Superman flying through the air over the car. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, uh, that's why I say during the holidays, look twice for us bikers trying to get that breeze between our knees absolutely and be careful and for those of you who will be on the road those of you who are motorcyclists uh, be safe out there and enjoy it have some fun because this is going to be a beautiful weekend yes it will to yes, be on will. the bike ab rubin district five parish councilman joining us on acadiana's morning news uh, we'll reset it for those who missed it the other day who missed it in hour number one summer program uh, it's it's a program to get kids off the street to give them something constructive to do on a saturday night it starts next Saturday, runs all through June, all through July, every Saturday in those two months. And you have volunteers. You're looking for people who are willing to show off a trade, showing that, uh, showing off that there is life outside your neighborhood, as it were, but also showing that you can, that you can have fun and enjoy yourself while not participating in violence. That's correct. You know, so once again, the program will be from 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., It'll be in Gerard Park, and the uh, the order will be from 6 to 7. We're going to have the meet and greet at 7 o'clock. We're going to have breakout sessions where we're going to have uh, people engaging in the kids in different educational programs at 7.30. The first weekend, we're going to have Raul Colbert coming there as a guest speaker, looking for speakers for the rest of the, the summer. We have a lot of people been calling and talking about they would like to talk to the kids. So I think that'll be an easy thing to do. 
And then from eight o'clock and at eight o'clock, we'll start feeding them. Once again, I got to give a shout out to the first man step up at Dino's. Thank you for the pizzas that'll be supplied at eight o'clock. And then after that, the kids will just break out and have fun. Enjoy fellowship with one another, playing different board games and things as such, basketball games, and just having fun and, and being kids again. You know, bring back the days where we used to be able to go to the skating ring yeah. or the house parties and just have fun and be children and enjoy children's life. You know, so and that's the whole motive of the whole program. It it certainly is. And this is something that, of course, is at the fore because of some of the teen violence we've seen in the city and the parish over the course of the calendar year of 2022. But this isn't an isolated event. This is not something that's sprouting out from nowhere. Of course, this is a new initiative in terms of being a summer program. But you've also been part of a program to help students during the school year, to help teens during the school year stay away from violence and stay on track academically. For those who aren't familiar with that program, what is that and uh, how did that come about? Well, uh, the way it first started out, the first thing we used to do was at Alice Boucher, prior to COVID, we would go into schools and that's a key thing you need to do. You need to show children that they are loved. You have to show them love, how to be loved, and how to give back love. So what we would do is like we we had an initiative at Alice Boucher. We go meet them in the morning, first day of school, give them donuts, give them high fives. After holidays, give them pencils for a smile as they get off the buses. You know what I'm saying? Things as such. And it has, after COVID, we were invited back into the school with this, uh, uh, it's called uh, the cafe. All right? And um, what, what we have been doing is we've been going into the different schools. I've chosen Lafayette Middle myself. And we go there and we mentor kids that are... Um, Rambunctious, I guess, is a good word to utilize. And we mentor them and bring in guest speakers once again to talk to the children and and to engage them, to let them know that we've been there already. We've been on your level, but look what what it, it has gotten us. So I've brought people in there, once again, guest speakers who's walked the halls of Lafayette Middle, like a Dr. Labine. Uh, uh, Trev Falk, mm-hmm. you know, people of uh, like that, and and many other people who've made bad decisions in life and are doing better now, and let them know that the jailhouse is over glorified. You know, some of these children think, "Oh, I can survive in there," and I I've brought people in there to teach them about that. And one of the initiatives that I would like to try to incorporate moving forward next year, we're going to do the mentoring program again. You know, but moving forward next year, and this is not one of my ideas. I'm I'm stealing this from another school. I forget what state it was in. I'd like to get dads, retired dads, go walk the campus. You know, walking the campus and letting them see male figures that care about them. That will do a few things. Once again, show the children that. People care about them. People love them. And children need men in their life. 
like this young man right here. You know what I'm saying? The male figure is a lost thing in school. There's not too many male figures in school anymore. Every time you turn around, you see a bunch of females. Just like volunteering. If I put out a bolo right now and ask for 10 volunteers, I'll probably get eight women and one and a half dad. You know what I'm saying? So the men, I'm, I'm, I'm challenging men in the community right now to step up. Next year, moving forward, let's go, let's go visit the schools for about an hour or two. Just walk the campus during the lunchtime. Maybe that today we go walk Lafayette Middle uh, Group just to talk to the kids. and It might make a kid want to open up. Hey, hey, how you doing, Mr. A.B.? You know, I have this situation, and then maybe I can direct him to the proper people that he needs. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that this will be a good initiative, and it's already on my mind, so I know once it gets on my mind, it'll bother me. So I'm going to have to make that happen, and I'm going to need the community again. I know people say, baby, you're always asking, but I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for the children in our community because I'm tired of the emails of my child got beat up at school. Yeah. My my child got shot over here. My child got bullied over there. You know, if you have male figures and they're expecting to see the male figures walking on campus, I not I think, I know that that will detour a lot of the situations are Yes, we're going to use the term situations that we're dealing with right now with our youth within our school systems. That idea is a phenomenal one. I hope that initiative starts sooner rather than later. Oh, when the school starts, it's already... It's on my mind, so it's already started. Well, there you go. It's, <laughs> it's percolating right now as we speak, you know. You told us that the other day when you were in here. We were talking off the air, and you said when an idea comes to you, it's already started. It just has to be finished. And you're the kind of person that starts these initiatives, the the one you talked about uh, on school campuses already, this initiative that's going on in Gerard Park. And as a councilman, the fact that you act on these so quickly makes you – uh, it makes you effective in your job. So when you get a, when you get something from a constituent, when you get an email or a phone call about my drainage isn't going the way it's supposed to, or this or that, how are you able to balance everything that's on your plate? Because it seems like you have a million things going in your head. So how do you balance everything and and keep everything in order? You know, I have to give a shout out to my staff at uh, LCG. They're awesome. Uh, or as the children, the kids in the community would say, they're off the heezy for sheezy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I have, I have to give them big kudos mm-hmm. because a lot of the things that um, we have to deal with, we'll call them and we'll say, hey, I know my man Joseph didn't block me. He can say, hey, me, look, when I'm off the clock, you can't call me anymore, man. So he didn't block me, man. Joseph Gordon Wiltshire, I'm putting you out there. He's a good dude. <laughs> really good man. Yes. But uh, he, he said, man, you know, but like I said, big kudos to them, and that's what helps me out a lot, you know. And then I will also say that a lot of times, man, God gives me these visions, and I never know how it's going to work out. I never know how it's how I'm going to do it. I just sit back and I listen to 
God talked to me and he sends people to me, you know, because everything that I do, it's not singular. It's plural. I've never done anything by myself. Pastor Omar said the best way one day, man. He said some of the best ideas are in the graveyard because, number one, we don't want to share our ideas with anyone else because we're too afraid of them coming up and being as great as we are or greater than what we are. That's number one. And number two, we don't want to accept the fact that we're learning from someone else. So I refuse to take anything with me to the grave. So when I come up with an idea, I find different people to help me out. Like I have my man with uh, Help for Neighbors, uh, James Parker. I'll get him involved in it all the time. He he didn't quit on me like, I think this week, I think he quit on me three times already. He called me one more time. I quit, man. I don't want to be your friend anymore, man. I, I don't want to be your friend. You know, I have Corey Olivier. We have uh, uh, Kashara. Uh, I forget Kashara's last name. Don't get mad at me, Kashara. You know what I'm saying? But all of these different people that that are giving back in our community at all times. You know what I'm saying? So I, I go and I share these ideas with them, and that's how I'm able to get it done. I don't eat it. I don't take it. I'm not taking anything to the grave with me. No, and you shouldn't, especially right now with the situation we have, especially on the north side in terms of teen violence and gun violence. Yes. Every idea is important right now to make that part of the community safer. We'll pause for a commercial break. When we come back, we'll bring Joe Cunningham here. Joe teaches at David Thibodeau, north side of Lafayette. Uh, it's a STEM school, so it's a magnet academy, but you still see a lot of what happens on the north side of Lafayette impacting the students and the school campus as a whole. So we'll pause for a break. We'll come back at 7.30 in the morning. A.B. Rubin, Joe Cunningham, Ian Ozan, Acadiana's Morning News. We're back after this. Stand by. Phone lines are open. Call the show at 232-1542. 232-1542. Then listen live anytime with the free KPL News app, free in the App Store or Google Play. We're back on Acadiana's Morning News on Newstalk 96.5 KPL. A.B. Rubin, Lafayette Parish Councilman, District 5, joins us. Joe Cunningham, host of the Joe Cunningham Show, 3 to 4 on Newstalk 96.5 KPL, also an educator in the Lafayette Parish school system. So, Joe, I'll start with you. We've seen uh, just in the last week a couple of shootings on the north side of Lafayette, one involving a 14-year-old shooting a 16-year-old, uh, mortally wounding her. How does that have an impact on your students Considering you're a teacher on the north side of Lafayette, how do events like that impact your students? You know, it, it, I hate to say it, but uh, some of these incidents, these situations are happening just so frequently now that a lot of kids just kind of, they see the headline and they kind of move on. My biggest worry is that over the past, you know, two and a half years, we have had this insane time in our kids' lives and we spent uh, three months, two school years ago, uh, we spent three months in isolation. Yeah. And then we spent uh, most of last school year, kids coming every other day. There was a lot of isolation for these kids, a lot of kids thrown off their routine. The, the biggest problem that we've seen, we've seen multiple studies, multiple news stories coming out about it, the mental health crisis, especially among our youth. And the big problem that we're seeing, not just locally, but across the country. I mean, we saw it a few days ago. There do not seem to be the resources 
right now, or the initiatives right now, one for the programs that can help get kids off the streets and, and get them keep them on the right track or get them back onto the right track. But we're not seeing the resources in our schools that can effectively help kids who might otherwise be falling through the cracks. I mean, we, we take what happened in Uvalde, Texas the other day. We now know through various interviews with people that knew this kid, and 18 years old, still a kid, still emotionally mature, um, uh, still emotionally the maturity as is a kid. This is somebody who cut his face with a knife just to see how it felt. This is somebody who was in and out of school, not going to school, was bullied when he was younger for a lisp and a stutter. Uh, did not have an active father in the home. Parents were split up. The there, I think they did an interview with the dad, and, and the dad hadn't seen the kid for a month. They hadn't spoken for a month. There's all of these issues that could have been picked up on, and that's a lot of what we're seeing even locally is that there are a lot of red flags that simply get missed. In the school system, red flags get missed because teachers, counselors, administrators are all balancing the teaching and the bureaucracy of education. So we're getting inundated with all this paperwork, all this other stuff. We're losing focus of why we're in the classrooms in the first place, which is to help these kids in life, teach them what they need to know, not just the curriculum, but also the basic life skills of maturing and becoming an adult. The social emotional learning over the past two and a half years has at times been virtually non-existent, even for like Lafayette Parish, which tried to keep kids in school as much as possible. So we're now looking at a bunch of kids who were isolated, were at home, couldn't go anywhere because of shutdowns and things like that, uh, spent, already spending a whole lot of time on the video games, on social media, on TikTok, and they're getting all of these messages from social media, and they're locked into what's happening there, not what's happening in the world around them. They're, they're desensitized, they're closed off to the world around them, and that's frankly the psychological detachment from the world around you is what can ultimately lead somebody to be detached enough to take a life without remorse. Yeah. I'll ask all three people here in studio, because Eddie Longley walked in just a little while ago. Eddie, you have the law enforcement perspective. You have the education perspective, Joan, of course, AB as a parent, as a local elected leader, as a community activist. You have a perspective on this. How do we get our children socialized or back out into the world to where they're no longer desensitized to where they understand the emotions and the feelings of the people around them. Is there a way to get them non-desensitized I'm, I'm, or get them more sensitive to the world around them? Uh, whoever wants to jump first, go for it. I'd like to ask a question before, before we go into that. Yeah. I'd like to ask you a question. You, you mentioned about like the young man in Ivaldi. All right. Do you think, and and I'm asking this because of what I was just talking about, do you think, you know, dads walking on campus and and these kids seeing men in their lives, like you say he hadn't talked to his dad in a while, you got these these kids without dads in the home, mm-hmm. you know, if if a young man sees another man walking on campus, high-fiving him and talking to him whenever they see him, do you think that would help out? Maybe that might even help out with the desensitivity because now someone is listening to you and someone that you can maybe, let's say, look up to and say, oh, well, when Mr. A.B. come in, 
You know, he's okay. I can talk to him, and I can tell him about situation. And I'll tell you why I'm saying that, because for myself, I I mentor a young man at Lafayette Middle, mm-hmm. and I've seen not only myself but his mom. Every now and then his mom would text me and tell my, thank you, Mr. A.B., I see a big change in him. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one. So I think, or should I say, I'm asking you, what do you think a group of dads walking on campus would do? Would that help out with the situation of like what Ian is talking about? I, I think it would. You know, we had that story out of Shreveport. Uh, I think, was it earlier this year or last year? I don't year? remember where it was. It's, it, it, like it was, I said, I've heard Shreveport, it already. But it, it made national news because it was a group of dads uh, who were going on to campus. And the, you, you saw it. You saw the walk through the kids high-fiving the dads. There was that. I hate to sound like the traditional social conservative, oh, we need to go back to the nuclear family and everything. But statistically, we do see that when there is an active male role model in a young person's life, particularly a young man's life, we do see that there is a a lot more emotionally and mentally healthy behavior coming from those kids. So, yeah, absolutely. Initiatives like that, I think, would be great in the schools. Uh, But, you know, what we also need to, to understand is that right now we're looking at what happened in Uvalde. We're also having the question about secure campuses and things like that. How do our SRO programs balance having healthy male figures in our kids' lives versus how do we close our campuses properly without making a prison state out of our campuses, but make sure that everybody is safe? There's going to be a tough balance there that we're going to have to find at some point. I was talking with the SRO, uh, an SRO that I know, and, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, we have things that we can do and things that we are doing, but if we go, if the, the more we try to add to it, the more it becomes a prison and less of a school. So there's got to be a way to secure that. You know, we also had locally the, uh, uh, the 100 Black Men program uh, that would come onto campuses, and, and I, I haven't heard of them being on our campus or, or some of the other campuses around lately. They are moving around on some of they the are? other campuses. Okay, yes, good. sir. I haven't, they, I haven't heard them at our school uh, in, in recent years, but I'd love to see that it should not just come back to my school, but make sure that that is a program that not only is, is going around to schools, but people know about it and that we can get more volunteers in those types of programs as well. And, you know, you said, I'm, I'm sorry. No, we have a phone call. Somebody wants oh. to chime in on, uh, with something you had said, A.B., so let's hit the phone line before we go into any other, any other comments. Caller, go ahead. You're on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning. Yes, good morning, uh, k listeners. And good morning uh, to A.B. and E. and uh, the guests. You know, A.B., um, this is uh, Wallace with Concerned Community Access. I recognize your voice now, Wallace. Good morning. Good morning. I want to commend you for all that you're doing for the district that you're representing, and not just the district, the kids that you've been representing for so many years, you know. Uh, and you know, uh, to be commended for the things that you're doing, you know, and I appreciate KPL having you on to speak about the ills that we have in, in the community with the kids. Uh, and at least you taking a stand to make sure that our kids get their voice heard in the future. Thank you so much. Appreciate y'all taking my call. Thank you, Mr. Wallace. Appreciate it. As I was saying, though, you know, and you make a good point. You know, the 100 black men, they are doing great things in the community. 
And we've partnered up with a few things to do in the community. And that's why I'm always out here advocating for volunteers. I know people be like, Amy, you asking for volunteers again. But it's like, as I said earlier in, in the top of the show, it, the volunteers, I'm not asking for volunteers for me. I mean, if you want to come volunteer, cut my yard or something, I won't be mad. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're, I'm asking for volunteers for the kids in our community. We need men. Men need to take their rightful place in the community mm-hmm. once again. So that way these young men feel uh, at ease. Because a young man not going to go talk to a woman about if he's having some peer pressure by somebody giving him a hard time, you think he's going to walk up to a female and say, hey, look, uh, them boys are heckling me because I'm still a virgin. You know what I'm saying? They won't do that. Mm-hmm. But they'll come to one of us and talk to us about anything from sex to, to, to bullying to whatever they're dealing with because they feel we understand them. And Whereas a female don't. And it's so much harder for a, a young man to come out and talk about those kind of emotional things because we, we grow up in a culture that, that talks about masculinity. And, and you got to be hard, macho yeah. man. Yeah. You, you just, you're just not allowed to do that. So when a kid opens up to you like that, it's like, whoa, okay, sit down. Let's talk about this because this is a one, you know, once in a blue moon type conversation. Well, let's go ahead and go back to the phone line. Burton is on line two. Good morning, Burton. Uh, morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the, uh, like a comment, like how y'all talk about, like, uh, you know, how to desensitize and, and all of this. Yeah. The, the big thing with that is, I mean, and I kind of, you know, saw, saw a little post comment deal, you know, which really brings it to mind last night on Facebook. What it is, is kids nowadays cannot communicate one-on-one face-to-face. And I mean, whenever you can't do that, you don't see another person as a person. If all, you're, if all it is, you know, online, texting, this, all that, you don't, you don't have that, that uh, I don't know how you could say, I guess that emotion of that is a person. It, it's, it's just words. I mean, one thing that could probably be done, probably would never be done, is basically we as a society have to come down and say, whenever it comes to like social media, TikTok, Facebook, whatever it is, I mean, have it and hold these companies accountable to where, okay, you know what? No one under 16 is allowed on these sites, period. To force them to have to communicate face-to-face and see a person as a person. Right. Thank you, Burton. We appreciate the phone call. And I'll uh, build on that. I don't know from a legal standpoint if anybody can ban the companies or force the companies to keep people 16 and younger off. But one thing that can be done, something that was done as recently as 10 years ago, school systems banning cell phones and other electronic devices from campuses. If you're caught with one, you suspend it for nine days. That was the policy in St. Landry Parish up until I graduated high school. That was only 15 years ago, 16 years ago. If we went back to that in the school system, we prohibited cell phones. You need to make the phone call. You go to the front office or go use a pay phone if you can still find pay phones around here. I, that might help, especially on the school campus, because at that point, you have to interact face-to-face. You can't text. You can't uh, do TikTok. You can't do any of this. You have to focus on the one-to-one relationship. I mean, we, you know, there have been various, and I mean, the, the straight-up ban like that, um, haven't seen that in a while, yeah. But the, 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 the different rules that they've tried throughout, I mean, 
the, the, the problem is kids are going to find a way to sneak their phones out when the teacher's not looking. You're still not going to completely eliminate that problem. But yeah, if we go to favoring rules that dissuade electronics use, and part of that, to be honest, is probably going to come down to do we really need I – mean, the, the conversation has to be had. Is a one-to-one technology ratio in our schools actually best for our kids too? Yeah. Uh, you know, everything is digital now. Kids need to learn how to work on computers and things like that. But is having that an important uh, part of every single class? Is that the right way to go? And that that's kind of you know, that that there's some academic discussion right now as to whether or not all the technology access in the classroom is actually helpful or harmful as well. So I'm Look, I don't think it's just at school at, uh, by itself. I mean, yeah. it's also at the home. Even when they're at the home, they they constantly on the phones. They're constantly texting. So it's at school, but it's also at home. So and and the same thing with the, the parenting. You know, a lot of these kids don't have parents. It's after school activities like what you're having. Uh, it's activities that that keep the the, the kids engaged on uh, on on things to where they have to communicate verbally with a human rather than on the phone. That's that's just my thought. Speaking of the phone, we have Dana on line one right now. Dana, good morning. You're on Acadiana's Morning News. Good morning. Uh, you know, I, I hear all this stuff about resources and stuff. Here's the main problem, and it, it's all tied together. Governor Abbott was allocated money for mental uh, health reform. And in just April of this year, he diverted those funds into a pet project to have him for an election year. So, you know, the problem is we keep electing the same idiots and expecting different results. That's the biggest problem in this country today. Because, you know, as you know, Governor Abbott was supposed to speak at the NRA live. But all right. of a sudden, the man has no courage and he can't go in front of those people this weekend because of what happened just two days ago. And that's the biggest problem. And as long as we keep electing these same idiots, and expect a different result, it's never going to happen. There's been studies done on gun reform laws where they saw a 17% drop. Yeah, the problem is everybody wants it to be eliminated completely. That's not going to happen. But you take that 17% and you run with it. And if you're a police officer, you are more than happy to accept a 17% reduction in those kind of crimes. And that's pretty much my only comment for this morning. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. And as A.B. Rubin uh, said a second ago, uh, he hopes he's not one of those idiots he was referring to. And from yes. a, I can vouch for you, you are not. <laughs> Thank you. It's 749. We'll pause for a break. Eddie Longley is in studio. Vermilion Crime Stoppers. We haven't forgotten about him. That's on the flip side of the break right here on Acadiana's Morning News. Stand by. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at Matthew-James.com. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Their powerful hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Well, you know, we forgot to put the music in. Happens when you have a great discussion like what we're having with A.B. Rubin, Joe Cunningham. <laughs> And Eddie Longland, Eddie's here with Vermilion Parish Crime Stoppers, the crime of the week. Eddie, what are we looking at this week? Good morning, everybody. So uh, we're looking at a, a homicide that occurred in uh, June 22nd, 2018. It's a few years old, uh, but we're asking for the public's help on this, on, on trying to find out information. Uh, the sheriff's office was dispatched to, uh, uh, to Lorman Road near Maurice, where Stefan Sterling Braley, a.k.a. Puck, he was found deceased on the shoulder of the roadway with multiple gunshot wounds. Mr. Braley was 24 years old at the time of his death. He was last seen in the city limits of Abbeville in the late evening hours uh, the night before the, the homicide. 
So we're just asking for the public uh, if they have any knowledge or any information that can help our investigators uh, continue on the, this investigation to, to further it. We'd appreciate uh, we appreciate that. And they can call 740-TIPS or download and log on to the P3 app uh, to report their tips anonymously where they can earn a cash reward. And the big thing with the P3 app in terms of crime across Acadiana, using the P3 app, using Star Star Tips, you can report a crime whether it's been featured on Crime Stoppers or not, to your local law enforcement through the app and using Star Star Tips. That's correct. And look, for me, parishes, it's not as busy as Lafayette. Uh, but I can tell you, I, I, I field all of the uh, the P3 apps, all, all of the uh, the reporting. And we, for me, in parish, we'll, we'll get a load of them coming in. So uh, it's busy on our side. I can I can only imagine, you know, with, with Jules and them and, and uh, Lafayette Parish, what they're going through. Uh, and with Eddie Thibodeau and them going through in uh, St. Landry. Um, but it, it's a, a valuable tool uh, for the public and for law enforcement uh, on the public side is to remain anonymous and law enforcement side is to gather information. Uh, so uh, we appreciate uh, any information people can give. So, again, that phone number for the locally in Vermilion. 740-TIPS. Before we uh, go to break, and while we have the chance, we still have three and a half minutes before we hit the break. Gunny from West uh, Baton Rouge checks in, says, going back to the points we made earlier, kids today don't care about anything. Too many video games. They think life is a video game where, but there's no reset button in life. He also said the cycle needs to change. To your point, A.B., kids need fathers. Until that cycle of men having kids that don't want anything to do with them changes, things will never change. Correct, and that's why it's so important for the male figures in our community to step up. You know, I can't say it enough. You know, um, if we don't step up and, and take responsibility for our children in our community, well, then don't ever come to me talking about the generation. this generation is lost. I hate when people come up to me and tell me, man, this generation is lost. You come to me with that, and the first thing I'll tell you, what map have you put out there for them to find their way? Yeah. Uh, Dwayne checks in via the app. He said, Dad's on campus every day talking to kids is a wonderful idea. Not once a year, but every day. Moms as well. Young girls need guidance and support too. That's Dwayne and Lafayette checking in via the Cape Hell mobile app. All good valid points there. So this is something that will that will keep building on and something that it's a great idea. Here's hoping that it, it continues taking off, not just the, the dads in school, but also the summer program going on kicks off next Saturday, Gerard Park, every Saturday through June and July. Uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with UAB, what's the phone number? 337-852-1130. And as I always say, 337-852, just before lunch, 1130. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's an easy way to remember it. Yes, sir. Andy Rubin, yes, sir. Lafayette Parish uh, Councilman, District 5. Represents the north side, uh, representing Derby Heights. Derby Heights, baby. But actually, I'm homegrown from Macomb, man. There you go, like, like Ron Richard, <laughs> the man with a million dollar voice. Verse. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you did. Hey, I knew Ron. I can do that. There you go. <laughs> hey, before I go, let me say yeah. something, too, though, Ian. All of these initiatives that you hear me talk about, it's not, I'm, I'm, I don't have a blueprint on it. I don't have nothing on it. If you like what I'm doing, you like the ideas, pick it up. Grab the baton, and you create it in your community. Create it at your schools because I'm one person. I can't do it all. I'm planting seeds. It's like uh, uh, the bamboo seeds. Bamboos take forever to grow. 
So once, but once the roots get down in the ground, mm -hmm. you cannot stop it. You have to like round up, dig it up with a shovel, excavator to make sure you get rid of that bamboo. Yeah. And that's what I want these ideas to do across the community so we all can do great and have and, and create a better environment in our community. Amen to that. John Dozat, uh, loyal friend and true the show, just checked and he said, I once heard from a sermon, if we don't tell our kids who they are, the world will. Boy, Booyah. is that, that just sums everything up in a nutshell. 7.57 in the morning. It's 70 degrees outside right now. By the way, Gunny from West Baton Rouge Parish also checks in, doing some uh, tree clearing in Prairie Laurent out in St. Landry Parish this weekend. If you want to help, let us know. We'll put you in touch with them. If you don't know where Prairie Laurent is, we'll tell you where that is, too. <laughs> it's 7.58. Breaking news, traffic troubles as they happen, and your Acadiana forecast. Just one tap away on the free KPL News app. Download it today in the App Store and Google Play. Want a financial consultant who sees things through your eyes? Talk to Jeff Gunnels, your local Charles Schwab branch leader at 337-265-4210. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Fewer people have been shopping at discount chain Big Lots, and it lost money in the recent quarter. Its comparable sales slumped 17% from a year ago. Those sales were up 11% last year, helped by stimulus payments. Big Lots says sales were off to a solid start in February and March, but business slowed in April, which it believes is because higher gas prices forced families to cut back on other spending. The SPAC boom may be going bust. The Wall Street Journal says at least 25 businesses that merged with special purpose acquisition companies to go public in the last couple of years are already warning they may not stay afloat for the next year. Stocks could finally break an eight-week losing streak. The markets will be reacting today to a fresh reading on inflation. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Coselda. Invested in you. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Confusion amid all the grief. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. I don't understand exactly what happened. She's a relative of one of the 19 kids murdered in a classroom in Uvalde, Texas. She and many others demanding more and better information about the law enforcement response. Let the investigation come through. Uh, City Councilman Lalo Zamora cut chains at the school while the shooter was still inside when some parents were there screaming at police to go in. The story about a school officer trying to stop the gunman from entering changed. Turns out he walked in unobstructed and was inside more than an hour before he was finally killed. Zamora tells Fox. We're going to correct all our mistakes. All our mistakes. And hopefully some other school district will learn from what we did. On Sunday, President Biden will visit Uvalde, where a memorial keeps growing for the kids and the two teachers murdered. Fox's Eben Brown is there. Parents shuttled their teary-eyed children to the sign 
at Robb Elementary School to place flowers and other trinkets. I went to a middle school. Went to middle school. So you knew the kids here? Yes, some of them. So I, I know you're about to go place some flowers. How important is it for you to be here today? Very important. Four people are injured, dead rather, two injured, at least two more missing after a house exploded last night in Pottstown, Pennsylvania, flattening another home next to it, damaging many others. We were on State Street um, playing bingo. I was with my daughter and the whole building just shook. Like we thought that either an earthquake was happening or that someone crashed into the building. Investigators still trying to figure out the cause. We're getting the teeniest break from the record gas price surge. Regular is down a hundredth of a penny today. AAA's national average still about 460 a gallon, but more people expected to travel this Memorial Day weekend than last year, more than 39 million. Whatever the gas price is, we have to, unfortunately, we have to pay for it, but, you know, we want to go visit our family, so this is the cost that's involved. Now, most will drive. Those who fly are paying 34% more for plane tickets this year. America's listening to Fox News. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Just ahead of Memorial Day, when Americans honor all those who fought and died for this country, an update on some Navy casualties of World War II. Those 13 sailors were all given Navy committal ceremonies 77 years ago after a Japanese submarine torpedoed the USS Indianapolis on July 30th, 1945, in the last weeks of World War II, killing over 800 U.S. sailors en route to the Philippines from Guam. The Navy says newly analyzed documents show all 13 were buried at sea in their status has now been changed from unaccounted for to buried at sea. Researchers found the names of those 13 sailors in deck logs, commander's reports, and war diaries kept by the seven ships that recovered bodies. Paul Stevens, Fox News. An update on the Dr. Larry Nasser scandal. He's in prison for sexually abusing gymnasts, including Olympic medalist Simone Biles. The Justice Department has decided not to charge two former FBI agents for mishandling allegations against the doctor, despite an internal watchdog recommendation they be charged. A victim's attorney calls it incomprehensible. It's down to closing arguments today in Johnny Depp's libel case against ex-wife Amber Heard, who's countersuing him the day after she testified one last time. Facing Depp's lawyer, Camille Vass Vasquez, who pressed her on a photo that Vasquez says heard used for two different alleged abuse incidents. I don't know when this was taken. And also I'm outside. I was obviously wearing makeup 
I have no idea when this was taken, so I have no idea if I can Let's speak to what recollections you can Let's see. Let's refresh your recollection. Heard also testified that she has been harassed humiliated, threatened every single day. Depp is suing Heard for an ACLU backed op-ed in the Washington Post in which she describes herself as a victim of domestic abuse. He says he never hit Heard and he's the victim of abuse. Michelle Polino, Fox News. On Wall Street, stock futures are rising. In the NBA playoffs, the Golden State Warriors advance to the finals, eliminating Dallas. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. You're listening to American Ground Radio's Morning Minute. Voter for this week's primary elections in Georgia was higher for Democrats than it was in 2018. But wait a minute. Remember how so many on the left called the 2021 reforms to the Georgia voting laws as racist, as Jim Crow 2.0, when MLB pulled their all-star game out of Atlanta? So if voter turnout under those same laws increased in 2022, wasn't all that wokeness just virtue signaling well of course it was but that won't keep the left from doing it over and over and over we're supposed to follow the science the election science says the more secure elections are the more people participate american ground radio where building a better america begins with building a better us return each weeknight from 9 to 10 p.m with lewis r abalone and stephen Parr. On News Talk 96.5 KPEL. And streaming live at KPEL96.5.com. Your 24-7 news source on air, online, and with the KPEL News app. Now the headlines from the KPEL News Center. 8.09 in the morning, 70 degrees outside, sunny and 87 a day. Copy and paste that forecast for the next few days. Full look at the forecast coming up in a few minutes. First, the local impact on the Uvalde, Texas, school shooting. That shooting has local officials on alert. In Lafayette Parish, the sheriff's office will provide enhanced monitoring of local public schools. The sheriff's office's real-time crime center will provide that enhanced monitoring. As part of the endeavor, Lafayette Parish schools' phone lines will be linked to the Lafayette Parish 911 call center. Sheriff's deputies in St. Landry Parish are searching for a Kankton runaway they say may be armed and dangerous. 13-year-old Michael Massey went missing on Monday, also missing from his home. Seven weapons, including two rifles. If you know where Massey is, call 911. The Uvalde shooting will no doubt be part of the discussion during this year's congressional elections. Already, Senate candidate Luke Mixon is jumping into the discussion. The Air Force veteran says it's time for Congress to enact universal background checks on firearm sales. Brooke Thornton has that story. While Senator John Kennedy has only expressed sympathy for those impacted by the Texas school shooting, his opponent, Democrat Luke Mixon, is calling for action. Senator Kennedy in particular to pass legislation so that every gun sale in this country is initiated with a background check. Senator Bill Cassidy says expanded background checks or red flag laws would not have prevented the tragedy. But Mixon says a large majority support universal background checks and what we are doing now isn't working. It's ridiculous to me that 90 percent of Americans believe in something and 50% of our United States senators lack the courage to do the right thing. I'm Brooke Thorrington. In other news, it's Memorial Day weekend. The Department of Wildlife and Fisheries expects a large number of boaters to hit the water during the holiday. LDWF Lieutenant Tim Fox says agents will be patrolling for drunk boaters. But he also says wear a live vest, even if you know how to swim. We never want to mix alcohol with water. It creates a bad environment where bad decisions can be made and the outcome's never usually good. So making sure you have a sober operator, priority number one. Just in case something happens, even if you're the best swimmer in the world, if something were to happen to you on the way out of the boat, it still can hold you up until you can self-rescue or someone else can get to you. 
A.B. Rubin, who else we need to watch out for this weekend? Watch out for the bikers trying to get the breeze between the knees. You need to trademark that. Uh, again, motorcyclists as well will be out. Bicyclists will be out, too. If you're on the road, just use common sense. Be safe. Watch out. We don't want to see you on an Eddie Long, Lene Vermillion Crime Stoppers piece come next week. Raging Cajuns baseball takes on South Alabama today in the Sunbelt Tournament. Four o'clock scheduled first pitch right here on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. It's 8.11 in the morning. Joe Cunningham is here. A.B. Rubin is here. Eddie Longlinay is here. We're going to bring a discussion that we had off the air, on the air, in just a second. In fact, we may have inspired something for A.B.'s uh, weekend program coming up next weekend. It's 8-12. Here's Dave Baker with the weather. Plenty of sunshine to go around today. Afternoon highs around 88 degrees. Our winds out of the northwest. Tonight, clear, comfortably cool. Lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 89. Sunday, more sunshine with a high near 89. Nighttime temperatures in the upper 60s. Into Memorial Day, mostly sunny skies with an afternoon high temperature near 90 degrees. It'll get a little more humid into Memorial Day. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Dave Baker on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Thanks, Baker. It is 70 degrees outside over at the Cape Pell Studios. By the way, hold on. I have to find my uh, paper here. This part of our program brought to you by our friends over at Broussard Poche, certified public accountants, your firm for a lifetime. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. No traffic on the road right now, according to the big board. If you see something we may have missed, give us a wait. Hold on. Something just popped up. We have a crash San Antoine at Olivier Street at San Antoine and Olivier Street. So do keep that in mind if you are looking out for that. Your traffic report brought to you by our friends over at Cartridge Drill. Save money on your printing needs. Call Cartridge Drill today. Ask about our no-cost printer program, too. Cartridge World at 337-984-9000. That's CartridgeWorldUSA.com. More of Acadian's Morning News after this. Your news update brought to you by Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Over 40,000 furniture and mattress choices in stock and ready for delivery. Home Furniture Plus Bedding. Welcome home. This is Acadian's Morning News. 8.17 in the morning on... May the 27th, 2022. There are dragons existing, apparently, on the north side of Lafayette. <laughs> would you like to embarrass your daughter now, or would you like to spare her? He doesn't want to. I can't. I taught her twice. I can do her. I don't mind embarrassing Abriana Bree Rubin. She's scared of lizards. She calls them dragons. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is knowledge I wish I here. had when she was in my class. There was, there was no end of the torment I could have thrown her away there. Bring a lizard in yeah. class. Make sure she We got does. a new class pet today. Just bring in an iguana. <laughs> Put it right by her desk. Lafayette Parish Councilman A.B. Rubin, Jill Cunningham, Eddie Longlane here with you. And and we were discussing during the commercial break, and we mentioned uh, tradespeople uh, signing up for AB's summer program over at Gerard Park, and something came to mind. And first off, Walter Guillory, I've not forgotten about you. I'm just bad at returning phone calls. But something that we that we've discussed, or Josh Guillory and I have discussed, is a, a program to get kids trained up to be sports officials. And Joe, you're a coach. AB, you're a parent of an athlete. Eddie, you've been around sports for a long time. You know as well as I do. We need a lot of officials because we're short right now. And I gave you two names, uh, Carol Newton, Carol Boudreau. Uh, <laughs> you may be getting a phone call soon uh, uh, to come work with some of these kids on Saturday night. And that's what we're talking about. 
Uh, it may not be full-time work. It may be more of an avocation than anything else, but still, uh, that's an area where we need more people to step up and do the job. And it goes back to having that influence in kids' lives, that positive influence in kids' lives, because you see, hey, life after sports, you may not have been a great athlete, you may not play college sports, but you can still be part of the game after the fact, and that's something that ties hand-in-hand with what you're doing. Yes, it is, and uh, I'm glad we had the discussion this morning. And like you say, uh, you sneeze with it, but I'll call their name, Gerald Newton, Gerald Boudreaux. <laughs> you might be getting a phone call from me to come out there and talk to the kids about maybe um, being referees uh, part-time. You know, from what I'm understanding, they make pretty decent money, and some of these ch- kids can maybe do this. The age limit, I think, is 18. Uh, for high school athletics, it's 18. If you haven't finished high school, then you have to wait till you're 19. But in terms of doing youth sports like Little League or Rec Ball, uh, there's not necessarily an age requirement there, especially when you get to the younger kids like T-ball, coach pitch, machine pitch. They're looking for anyone of, of any age to officiate. And I have seen that because I've coached shoo, everything. I can say I've done it all. <laughs> but uh, I've seen some young young men and young ladies doing some um, some coach, some refereeing for softball and basketball in the youth program. So I think that's going to be a great thing to add to our Saturday breakout session at 7 o'clock. So uh, you guys probably be getting a phone call to come and talk to the kids. There you go. And, of course, Gerald Newton works high school and college, uh, football, basketball, softball. Uh, Gerald Boudreaux, need we say more, he got called by the NBA three times and turned the NBA down three times. He's worked five NCAA championships and Final Fours. So if there's anybody who can teach the kids, he certainly would be it. And I have uh, more ideas. I'll swing your way. Uh, Eddie Longlinay, of course, with Vermillion Crime Stoppers, you've been in law enforcement. What, what does it take to reach kids at a young age if they have an interest in being a first responder, whether it's law enforcement, EMT, or whatever, or firefighter? How do you get kids engaged and, and get them into that uh, kind of work? And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because as AB was talking, we were talking about the refereeing earlier. You know, I'm thinking, you know, uh, reach out to, you know, Sheriff Garber, you know, the, the Lafayette City Police Department. Maybe you might have some some of those youths that want to come in and 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 they want to they may be interested, but maybe they could find that button that because law enforcement, as we all know, it's, it it takes a special person, and we talked about it I think last week, uh, where you either have it or you don't have it. But some of these young kids, they might have it, and they might not even they might not even be focused that way. But if you had somebody to come in and explain what law enforcement is, Vermilion Parish, we have a. Uh, a virtual system. It's, it's a virtual. It's it's a video game. Bottom line, it's it's a it's a, a high end video game where you shoot at a, a screen, and we could put targets up. So you you, you ha- they can you know you can put them through um, like shooting targets, uh, shooting birds even you know. But we have things like that at the Vermilion Parish Sheriff's Office that that we can we can use uh, to to reel in some of our our kids to be able to to have them doing something outside of being on the streets doing nothing so uh, and i think that if if we had somebody to go to ab's uh, little clinic uh, or, or i don't know if you'd want to call it a clinic but you, safe haven safe haven where you have you know either a referee you know maybe different weeks have different people come in and talking about their profession uh and hopefully talking positive about their profession might better reel in some of these kids to, to and, and teaching, you know, yeah, um, reel them in to do, to maybe gear them 
start him thinking, you know what, I'm on the wrong path. Let me get on that right path. Let me make it to where I want to be. And in terms of education, Joe, you have that covered, but you also have the uh, the foods part of it covered as well. Well, yeah, I, you know, I what I I tell my kids all the time because my kids will inevitably like find my Instagram page or something like that, and they'll see all because most of what I put on there is like the stuff I cook, and they're like, "Wow, you cook them!" It's like, y'all, this the most important life skill that you can learn is not anything I can give you in a classroom. It's learn to cook a meal for yourself because there's something so relaxing and enjoyable about it, and. I've all I, I've maintained since before I started the show every weekday, three to four PM here on KPL. Uh well, but well, uh well every, but before I've before I even started the show, I've I've been preaching for a very long time. You know, we talked about that social isolation and everything. I am adamant that the way you start to heal some of these societal problems is you start breaking bread with your neighbors again. You start actually sitting down at the table have a conversation face to face with somebody over a meal, you know, just just some you sit down and you're sitting there at that community moment and literally like biblically breaking bread with each other. That's going to heal so much of the division and all the negativity and stuff that we're seeing, the, the cultural rot and all that, just getting back to one another like that. So yeah, in the classroom, I want to make those connections with the kids. I want to, you know, talk to the kids not just about what I'm teaching them. But also not, you know, not what I'm just coaching them, but sit down and like have these conversations, talk about life with with them because they do need somebody that they can talk to about those things. They need an adult that they they feel safe around because they're away from home, you know, eight or more hours of the day. They're at school. They need a safe haven. They need somebody they can go to there. And you do that. You do that face-to-face. You're communicating with these kids. I don't know how many kids I've been an unofficial counselor for over the years because they just felt safe enough to tell me the problems that they're having. And and Mm -hmm. we try to work it out, and I can give them what advice I have or say, hey, this is above my pay grade. You really need to go see a counselor. But another problem we have in schools is counselors are overburdened with testing and that all that bureaucratic stuff. They've got to focus on all these things. They can't do the counseling stuff they became a counselor for. So, I mean, there's there's so many different ways in the education system and outside of it that we can really work to reach our kids. And I'm hoping that, you know, our message here today breaks through and we can start to see some of that growth happen. You, you mentioned therapeutic. You know what the most therapeutic thing in the world is? The scent of Fabuloso or the scent of orange palm olive. And there are going to be people who look at me like, you're absolutely nuts. And maybe so. Maybe I am. But No, that's, uh, I, that actually like feeds into some of the essential oil theory. Like There are some actual scents that are just extremely therapeutic, and they, they work on different things. For example, if you want your kid, by the way, parents, when school rolls around next year, you weren't happy with their grades this year, here's what you do. Get, a, get an essential oil diffuser. At night, put uh, peppermint extract in it. Peppermint jogs the memory. It huh. helps you. It helps jog the memory. Lavender helps keep you calm. Cinnamon does uh, wonders for memory retention as well, and, and memory callback. So all the as well. cinnamon toast, uh, all the cinnamon food. toast crunch you ate, that was working. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> how we. Know. That is how we made it, Ian. That's how. That's how we got here. Look, I preferred my. I preferred mine as regular cinnamon toast, uh, with butter with the cinnamon sugar mix. So hey, at least I may have given myself diabetes with the sugar, but at least I was helping retain stuff in the head. By the way, now they sell 
the cinnamon toast crunch cinnamon dust in a little bottle at the nice. store so you can make your cinnamon toast with cinnamon toast crunch dust. There you go. I like that. He's Joe Cunningham. He's Amy Rubin. <laughs> we went from serious to way off the beat. I, yeah, by the way, I use that in a barbecue rub too. Just want to really? That yes, I use it in uh, a pork rib barbecue rub and a pork shoulder barbecue rub that I do. Ooh. So uh, some some pretty hot peppers, like some cayenne and stuff, but also the cinnamon cr- toast crunch cinnamon dust. On a pork shoulder, smoke that for several hours makes great pulled pork. All right, we are. So we know where, where dinner be at on yes, Monday. We we know where to go, or maybe because I'm not sure where Joe lives. Just meet us on the David Thibodeau <laughs> campus. We'll find you there. <laughs> it's eight twenty seven in the morning. Uh, we've gone from let's see, we have gone through the gamut of topics today. You know what we haven't hit yet? Horse racing, but it's coming up in a few minutes. Rob Toole from Evangeline Downs will be here. Legacy night. They'll be honoring some of Acadiana's uh, most famous and most successful jockeys this weekend. So Rob Toole, the track announcer for Evangeline Downs, will be joining us in just a few minutes right here on Acadiana's Morning News. Gentlemen, stick around because, who knows, maybe we'll have some fun. Maybe we'll be able to get you on a horse. Have the Acadiana's uh, Morning uh, News uh, Derby. Uh, uh, horse. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 saying, I got a... My horse eats 93 octane. I was about to say, you're going to stick to the iron horse. It's 828 in the morning. We'll pause for a break. We're back after this. The loudest voices on the biggest issues impacting your life. Continuing the long tradition of informing you in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5. KPL. Depend on it. It is 8.33, going on 8.34. This is Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Ian Ozan. He's Joe Cunningham. And joined now by the track voice of Evangeline Downs. And unfortunately for him, he's a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Rob Toole, I'm sorry about your Pirates. Well, like I said, it's it's a lifelong misery. It's been about 30 years since they've been good. So, But, you know, if you root for bad teams, it makes the you know heartbreak a lot less. Well, we know a thing or two about that being long-suffering Saints fans down here. And, of course, the colors are the same, black and gold. So uh, we we certainly know about the heartache and the heartbreak. Yeah, it, like I said, you know, they were good when I was a kid. And uh, the, the, the Sid Bream slide at home plate is is still the last painful memory of Pirates land. So, uh, But one of these days they that might come what, back. That was, what, the 91, 92 World Series? Is it 90, 92 or 93 was the uh, National League Championship series. Okay, yeah, that that was that would have been ninety two because Jim Leyland was the manager at that point, wasn't he? Yeah. Sid Bream scored from second base on a ball to left field, the slowest guy in the history of baseball, and it's just it's still you know you see replays of it all the time on on Twitter or on you know ESPN or whatever. It's every still year stings. every year Atlanta has to replay it. Though hopefully this year they don't since they're coming off a world championship. So how in the world did you become a horse racing announcer as opposed to a baseball announcer? You know, when I was a kid, uh, Dad liked going to the races. Uh, I got hooked really, really early. I loved reading the racing form. Um, I, I got involved, like, with the math, uh, figuring out the puzzle, the fractions, the margins, the odds, the tote board, the just all the numbers involved. Um, and then, like I said, Dad liked going to the races, and we would go a couple times a week. Exarban was the track in Omaha, uh, it's now closed, and, and we have a little five-eighths mile track in Omaha called Horseman's Park. Uh, but I just fell in love with with the the thunder of the hooves and the uh, the excitement of the stretch run, and uh, just kind of became uh, just kind of a dream uh, to one day you know have the chance, and and the chance finally arrived. But um, you know, I never really got into any other like play-by-play type, huh. um, you know 
trying to chase that dream of being a play-by-play announcer. I guess for the longest time, I always hoped that, you know, I'd be playing instead of uh, being in the booth. But, you know, when your fastball tops out at about 58 miles an hour, the baseball <laughs> dream ends pretty quick. So, Rob Toole, the track voice at Evangeline Downs. And, of course, you can hear his voice going there, including next Saturday, Legends Night over at Evangeline Downs. This is a big night because the track honors some of Louisiana's local jockeys and uh, the ones that made it big, the ones that that have brought a great distinction to Louisiana horse racing. So what can we expect next Saturday night over at Evangeline Downs? Well, there's going to be a jockey meet and greet uh, before the races. Um, I think they're going to try to get some of the uh, famous names of the past to also show up. So not only will the local or the uh, jockeys that are riding now be there but hopefully they'll get some names from the past uh, to show up and then as far as the racing goes uh, there's six stakes races on the card Uh, each of those stakes races are our biggest purses of the year they're $75,000 stakes races and uh, various distances surfaces Uh, last year we got washed off of all the turf races it was kind of a monsoon last year so we're hoping for a little better weather this year uh, what was neat with last year's races, though, a horse named Scylla won the Legends Mademoiselle Stakes. It was a six furlong uh, sprint race. After winning here at Evangeline Downs, Scylla, uh, she's trained by Brett Brinkman. She won a race at Monmouth Park, a graded stakes race at Monmouth Park. She won a graded stakes race at Saratoga. Wow. Which really is is huge. There were a couple of Louisiana breads last year that won uh, some major stakes races back on the East Coast. So really was kind of cool to see the Louisiana Breds uh, kind of put their uh, stamp on 2021, and we're hoping for uh, maybe there's a new star to arrive uh, at the track this year. So, again, we got six stakes stakes races. Uh, After the races, there's going to be a, a DJ and a dance party in Mojo's, and so it wouldn't uh, be Evangelist Downs without a party in Mojo's. So we're hoping for, you know, hoping for good weather and a big crowd. The uh, first 500 Boyd Rewards members uh, can get a Legends Night t-shirt. So, uh, again, plenty of opportunities for people to uh, show up, you know, get some some free uh, Evangelist Downs swag. And, uh, again, meet the jockeys. They're going to have a uh, buffet uh, up in the clubhouse, the Silks Clubhouse is open this year, serving uh, dinner upstairs. That's kind of a new feature. Uh, they're going to have a special buffet upstairs, $33.95. It's an all-you-can-eat uh, buffet-style meal. So uh, and that's kind of the particulars for Legends Night. But, again, we're hoping that the weather will cooperate this year and have a big crowd. Keeping our fingers crossed for that as well. Rob Toole, the track announcer at Evangelo Downs, joining us. You've been here for a year now. Have you had a chance to meet with some of the jockeys uh, that are from here, that got their start at Evangelo Downs, and hear some of the stories about the olden days, back when Evangelo Downs was in Karen Crow, maybe some of the stories about the bush tracks. Have you had a chance to immerse yourself in some of that knowledge yet? Uh, one of our stewards is Mark Guidry, and Mark Guidry's been around. Uh, he actually was... Uh, riding up in Chicago, or that's where I knew the name from when he was winning races up there. But uh, I play golf with Mark uh, a couple times a month, and you know, I was I talked to him about you know the olden days, uh, and he he likes talking about you know oh yeah they had you know races with match races where they would put a chicken instead of a jockey and just <laughs> some of the the craziness that you know I I just can't imagine you know the the bush track uh, lifestyle how how 
insane that must have been. Yeah, the the one story that I heard, Bob Carricker, uh, Acadiana's history professor, he's with us every Thursday morning. One of his students did a research uh, project about uh, one of the uh, old bush tracks or some of the old bush tracks. The one in Karen Crow, there was a Walter Matthau movie that was filmed there back in 1977, and the name of the movie escapes me. Uh, it was filmed at the Karen Crow Bush track. There's now a, a cemetery and a funeral home that stands where that track was. Every now and again, the, this Bob student found out that whenever people go to dig a new graves there, every now and again, they'll find little artifacts from the Bush track, including beer bottles and beer caps. That would be pretty interesting. That's so... It, so the, the legacy is still there. It's And, of course, horse racing, even though you may not see the bush tracks anymore, it's still big business here. And with some of the names that have come uh, from here, the St. Julians, the DeZormos, uh, the Burrells, and many of the others, you, the tradition still holds strong here. And with Legends Night, you never know when you might see the next legend made. That's next Saturday night over at Evangelo Downs. What time did the races start? The races start at 530 and we're actually drawing the races today, um, so we'll get the post positions and see the names that are entered uh, from today. But yeah, it's a 531st post. We run a Wednesday through Saturday calendar, uh, 531st post each night. Races are from now until August 27th is closing night, so plenty of opportunities still to get out there. But again, a week from Saturday, um, it's going to be a big night. There you go. One last question for you. Next Saturday is the Belmont Stakes. Uh, or no, wait, hold on. A week, pre- a week after. A week after. So next Saturday is the Legends Night. That's right. And then the week after is the Belmont. Are there races at Evangeline Downs the night of the Belmont? Yes, we'll have a 531st post. The Belmont is scheduled to go at, I believe, like 515, I believe, or so. Uh, for Derby and Preakness, we just kind of staggered our schedule a little bit. Uh, so we're not running on top of, uh, you know, the, the big races where everybody's paying attention to. But our, our schedule will kind of bounce around that. But we have a 531st post. We'll massage our first two races around uh, when the Belmont Stakes goes off. And then we'll finish the rest of our card. Sounds good. So next week, the Legends uh, races, uh, the Legends Night over at Evangelo Downs. It's next Saturday, 531st post. And if you want to watch the Belmont Stakes and some other great horse racing, Evangelo Downs is the place to be in two weeks. From this weekend, uh, that's again two weeks from now. The Belmont and next week, next weekend. Lord, it would be nice if I could get the word out. Next week, Legends Night over to Evangeline Downs. It's on the Cresswell Lane extension in Opelousas. If you're coming from Lafayette, I-49, take exit 18, hook a right past Wally World, the Civic Center. Evangeline Downs will be on the left at the first traffic light. Rob Tool, the voice of Evangeline Downs. Rob, always a pleasure. Hopefully, it doesn't take another year to get you back on the air with us. Appreciate it, guys. Anytime. It is 8.42 in the morning. We'll pause for a break. We're back after this on Acadiana's Morning News. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces, just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org caregiving.
A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Louisiana is back this weekend. Open today and tomorrow, 10 to 6, Sunday, 1 to 5 at 14 West Pinhook Road. If you're looking for something to make your home more beautiful, maybe you're looking for something for your wife, your mom, whatever the case is, Life Designed in Louisiana will help you directly support small business owners, artists, creators, and artisans while helping make your home look even better. They even serve local hot and frozen coffee. That's Life Design in Louisiana, an arts and crafts gallery owned by Nancy Marcotte, 1410 West Pinhook Road, online at lifedesignedinla.com. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media. Life Designed in Louisiana Gallery, great variety of different artwork and crafts, all for sale. Again, today and tomorrow, 10 to 6, Sunday, 1 to 5. Life Designed in Louisiana, 1410 West Pinhook Road, Find them on Facebook and Instagram. That's Life Designed in Louisiana. When you go, tell them we say. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Find out more about how they can help you at matthew-james.com. Fifty-one in the morning. We have about a minute and a half left of Acadiana's Morning News. I'm Ian Ozan. He's Joe Cunningham. Joe, what's coming up on the show today? Yes, it will. By the way, congratulations on surviving another school year. Oh, thank you very much. It, 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 it has been a very weird couple of years, but I'm so glad that we seem to be now at the tail end of it and things start to get normal. Yes, indeed. And hopefully you'll get three months of normality as uh, we hit the summer. Quick programming note. Raging Cajuns baseball on the air today. Scheduled first pitch 4 o'clock, but if you follow, if you follow baseball, you know that's not happening. Uh, so just tune in. Brandon and uh, Brandon, Shannon, y'all going to be in today? So. Well, I mean, no, go ahead, Mike. Well, too. We'll be prepared in case um, in case the game doesn't start on its scheduled time. So if it doesn't start on time, Brandon and Shannon will be here. We know Joe's going to be here because he starts at 3 anyway. Just listen to KPEL. You'll figure it out. Moon is out today. Best of today. Best of on Monday. Bernie and I are out on Monday. We're back in stu- We're back on air in studio on Tuesday. So we'll see you for that. God willing, to the checks on bounce, of course. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Joe Cunningham, A.B. Rubin. Eddie Longlinay, all our guests today, Rob Toole, our guest as well, Brandon Como with a cameo appearance at the end of the show. We thank all of you for your time and appearing on the show today. Until we do meet again on Tuesday, I'm Ian Ozan reminding you, don't take life too seriously. You're not getting out alive anyway. Good day, everybody. The Fox Business Report is being brought to you by Our Lady of Lords, where they believe your health lives in the story of your life. They listen. They heal. Visit lordsrmc.com. We listen, we heal.
for more information. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Economists have been looking for a sign that inflation may have peaked. There is a fresh reading that offers some hope. The Federal Reserve's Core Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, the Fed's inflation reading, moderated a little in the year ending in April, up 4.9%. The increase is weaker than recent readings. It's the slowest reading of the year. Also, Americans are making more and spending more. Personal income rose four-tenths of a percent in April, a smaller increase than expected, and personal spending rose nine-tenths of a percent, more than forecast. Shares of Red Robin Gourmet Burgers are improving after the restaurant chain reported higher sales in the recent quarter. Red Robin also says its staffing is improving. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola, invested in you. If you're in the market for a new home or your dream home, go with a lender you can count on for competitive rates. Over 300 loan products and thousands of loan consultants to help make sure you get the home and the mortgage that you want. Call now to see if you're pre-approved. 866-888-LOAN. 866-888-LOAN. Or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states.